welcome, friends of fantasy, legend, and lore. I'm Lore Master Loris, and today, once again, I would like to take you on an adventure into Middle-earth here in our usually D&D &D group. And since I'm borrowing time from our dungeon master, I would like to get him, uh, I will pass on the word staff to him very fast because Ken has a short announcement to make for our, uh, usually this year, the home of our D&D &D group, the... Aye. Aye. <laughs> um, so yeah, we currently have um, over on our Instagram, at Slanted Dice, uh, we have a giveaway running until the, I think it's the 15th of April. So there should still be more than enough time for everybody to take part in there um, because we... Huddled up together with Geek and Fox, um, whom we've already done a giveaway with in the past. She prints some amazingly detailed miniatures, and for this giveaway, um, for one reason being that it's more or less our one-year anniversary as a podcast as well, and also our partnership with her, um, we've decided to give a little bit of something back. And um, you can win a 75 millimeter ice dragon, Ooh. fitting for our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, which will continue next week, most likely. Um, so we will probably do the Middle Earth one shot here on a like bi-weekly basis after this week. Um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know how long uh, our lore master. Uh, <laughs> has his adventure planned for we will have it's, to see uh, it's it's called a one shot but i it I'm never a, is a one shot yeah it yes. never is a one shot but the way at the going at the moment uh, after the first uh, episode i think uh, it's going to be a three shot something like that we'll see all right we'll see yeah but yeah so just keep uh, head on over on our instagram at slanted dice and um, you'll see all the rules and everything how to take part in the giveaway over there and for now, let's continue with our Middle-earth adventure. Yes. What did, what did you call it? The last episode was Venture into Breland. Yeah, and uh, this is episode two, We Folk and Bree Folk, mm. which it's, it's called. And we shall see how far or where we go to from here. First of all, for, the, for our listeners, welcome to this adventure and for our players please note down for our last adventure i don't know exactly how we're going to do this with the experience yet because this is also new terrain for me but i would like you to note down 50 experience points for all of you just for surviving the first part uh, there were there were no fights uh you did more or less vanquish a barrow white in this first episode Kind of like uh, looking back now on the, what happened in the first episode. But since it really was Tom Bombadil, the host uh, in this episode, um, he uh, more or less took care of that. So I can't give, <laughs> I can't let you, and, and, the, and, the, and it was, uh, the white wasn't killed. It was just scared off more or less. So uh, this way, but just for... For knowledge and surviving, you all get 50 experience points. <laughs> all right. So, then, without much ado, let me set set the scene for you. We are, at the moment, you've, uh, after Tom had pointed you the right 
northern direction and uh, and the weather has is better now it's not raining anymore and you are all on the correct road which heading heads you toward and you hear a little bit of like a like like a town might sound you have the the nightly sounds of of uh of crickets chirping and and maybe the one or the other night bird uh maybe an owl hooting every once in a while but the weather is better the moon is shining down and you see in front of you not far away now uh, you approach the gates of brie and the gates are set in the ancient hedge of brie which is a large hedge and of course the town stone wall which um, surrounds the town of brie the small town but you see in the moonlight well put it this way uh, why don't you all do a perception roll for me and kind of let you see what you see in the moonlight a perception roll yeah i think that would be the best as a perception roll that's not <laughs> oh crap why didn't it save my yours character sheet hang on a second i have 11 11 16. okay 16. I don't know what I have. I rolled a 16 and all my stats are gone for all some reason. All your stats reason. are gone. But I yeah. think as a Dunadan, as a ranger, you probably have uh, probably some, some extra kind of perception in there. Um, yeah, most likely. Our Rohirrim rider kind of squints his eyes and says, uh, I'm not too sure, but I, I think those gates are closed. And um, the ranger admits also seeing that once you reach it and you see it in the, the 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 lanterns and lights are coming from the other side but there's just the moonlight and you see that the gates of brie are closed for the night and if you believe the old sayings that you've heard before the goats of the gates of brie remain closed until the next day on sunrise because as soon as the sun has set they don't want to let anybody inside the town so you're standing in front of a closed gate. What do you want to do? Well, it seems we're a bit late. Um, is, is it like in the middle of the night, time-wise? Uh, time-wise, let's see. You met up. Uh, let's see if I remember. We said something. It was like the, the sun had gone down. The, the rain, the moon came out. And it's not the middle of the night. It's more like very late evening probably around nine ish something like that after mm -hmm. meeting after meeting up because the whole barrel white thing that didn't take that long and tom uh, remembering back uh, tom told you that if you if you head to brie and if you go to the prancing pony and show mm -hmm. him show the um he if you remember he said show show the the innkeep uh one of the lilies that he gave you then he could probably put you up to the night because it'll put a good because he knows the innkeep there so but old tom probably doesn't remember or think much of what men folk do in brie and maybe maybe there is no gate that is not open for tom bombadil but for you the gate is closed <laughs> you see a closed gate should we try knocking yeah maybe someone would that. Open? yeah i would try that okay I'll pound against the gate. Okay. So our Rohirrim warrior pounds against the gate. Boom, boom. And there's a little peephole, and uh, which opens up, and you hear a 
a young face looks out and you just hear a fast, no entry after dark, no one allowed in after dark, and the peephole closes again. <laughs> okay, let me try. I knock again. Okay. <laughs> so the young lady knocks again. It opens um, up. Gonna open. give the best little innocent helpless girl impression. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, one moment. Let me get um let me see very fast here. Well, I need a picture. Where am I? Here I am. Let me just add a picture here to our to <coughs> our slanted dice wall room. Who you see because the gate opens up and at first you hear the young voice say again like I told you before, there's a, and no one is allowed. After dark, there's a, ooh, hello. And he but looks out. But it's so dark out here and I'm really afraid. Oh, who, who are you? And you see a young face peer out. It's a young lad. Oh, he's a cutie. <laughs> yeah, he's probably around, maybe he's probably seen 16 or 17 summers. Not quite the man. He doesn't have much stubble on his chin. And, uh, but he's, he has a something like a, a gatekeeper's helmet on, which is way too big for him. And he's standing there, lay, lying, leaning on a kind of like this, uh, these pile axes, you know, these uh, hellebards, and looking out, peering, trying to look out into the dark. And he sees the young woman. He says, oh, uh, who are you? What, what are you doing out this late, young lady? Hi, my name is Inga, and I kind of got lost on the way, that's why I'm so late. Luckily, I met those travelers over here, and they helped me come here, but... Great, I, I was hiding off to the side. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of looks off to the side, he sees uh, this ranger all of a sudden, like like, like, ranger. like rangers do, they, they, they come out of the darkness all of a sudden standing there, and uh, Tad probably has not seen many Rohirrim warriors before, so he's kind of taken back. And he says, "Oh, a ranger and a warrior. You have uh, you have uh, uh, interesting companions." Well, I must tell you, uh, uh, Inga, was it? Yes. Um, Harry gave me my orders himself. He said, "No stragglers after dark, be it brief folk or visitors from the Shire." I'm sorry, you're going to have to pitch a tent somewhere or come back at sunrise. I'm not allowed to let anybody in. But yeah, it's kind of really like scary out here on my own and I don't know how to make a tent or what. And what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to sleep at the Prancing Pony tonight. I kind of also like move up to, to Inga and closer to the gate and just say... Good evening, love. Um, as you might have noticed, I only have a tent for myself, and I've been tasked with uh, helping these folks wander uh, through the area, but we are definitely in need of a, of a warm bed at night, and you wouldn't shun out a, a experienced ranger in this uh, particular uh, location. Um... No? Uh, I want you to roll for persuasion. Um, persuasion, all right. Inga for charisma, and um, 
Uh, our Rohirrim warrior, he's probably pro probably would more use something that be. Uh, is there something like uh, you know, not to scare off, or what would you say? Intimidation. Intimidation. Nope. Yeah. Not, not really good with that. I can try. Yeah, really that. I'm. I mean, I'm expected in Bree because my horse is stabled there. So you wouldn't want to mm -hmm. deprive a man of his horse, right? Oh, oh no, no, no. Yes, I, I understand. And you said you had rooms at the Prancing Pony, uh, Inga. Well, Tom Bomba, you gave us this flower and he made sure that we're taken care of when we come here. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> Tom, Tom Bomba, uh, are you talking about the, 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 the ghost of the wild? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's like Father Christmas. I mean, it's, uh, I, I've, uh, I, I've never heard about, uh, I mean, that's, uh, and he's really, He's absolutely flabbergasted now. This is all he's he's afraid of the Rahiram. He's got big respect for Rangers. And at the same time I rolled he, a five, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at the same time he's uh he's kind of falling for Inga because he's kinda he thinks she's even though she's very young, he, she still she still looks rather cute to him. And um uh, did our Rohirrim have a persuasion uh, thing roll? What, what what do you want me to roll? Um What's your highest? You got high charisma? Uh, yes, I, and yeah, I do get like double proficiency bonus oh, for, good. Well, do, for do, persuasion. Do, yeah, do that, do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I also only yeah, for, a 10. <laughs> like in, in general, for, for intimidation checks, you can like either choose if you want to add your uh, dexterity or like your strength. Uh, sorry, uh, like your strength or your charisma bonus. Depending on I'm, case. I'm not intimidating. Like, I'm, I'm an old man with a beard. Okay. Well, <laughs> well he, he has the highest respect. Um, Tad seems to be a young, like I said, he's a youngster. And he seems to be, oh, old Harry is a gatekeeper who more or less, the, um, Tad is, uh, he's, it's probably either the first or second time that he's keeping the gate. So he's, he doesn't, doesn't want to get in trouble, but at the same time, he, he doesn't want to get in trouble, not letting the right people in too. So he's kind of in the bind. So you could probably persuade him. So what did, what did you well, roll? I rolled a 21 in total. Oh, well, perfect. <laughs> what? <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Well, Tad kind of looks at all three of you and said, well, if you don't tell Harry, I'll let you in. But um, if if you said you, if you said you have rooms at the at the pony, or if you if you say you can uh, get to the pony, then I would go there right away. Because uh, if any of the other gatekeepers see this or pick pick up stragglers, I'll, I'll I'll they'll have my guts for garters. I tell you that. So you hear of the of course that'll just stay between us. Yeah. So you hear a you hear the sl a, a heavy a heavy latch being slid aside and. And the the heavy gates of Bree open up, and you look upon, uh, you see, this young man. Now you see really how young he is. Tad seems to be, really not older than seventeen or something, and um, wearing an armor which is probably not his armor. It's just a breastplate which probably fits. Ill fitted. <laughs> very yeah. It probably is supposed to be made for another man. Um, the old halibard, he's, they've given him an old weapon which is mended at the bottom and, and it's all rusty. So they, whatever, whoever gave him this post, they probably don't think he's, you know, he's in. And he hurriedly closes up the gate again and says, okay, 
um, like I said, um, don't tell anybody about this, and I'll, I, I won't tell either. And um, if you wanna, if you wanna hurry up and and, and get towards the pony, it's straight ahead. You you see it, you'll see it uh, just a few houses ahead on the main street. Uh, you can't miss it. There's a big sign with a uh, with a uh, of green with a, with a pony on it. So you 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 won't be able to miss it. And he, he more or less closes the gate behind you, and then goes back into a niche at the side where uh, where there's um where there's a um now yeah, you could say like a guardhouse or something which is mm-hmm. which is there. And uh, sending you. The picture of Bree, which you see, the sea, city of Bree or the town of Bree, it's more than a village. It has a lot of houses. You're typical, the kind of uh, us uh, here in Germany, we're used to seeing uh, little cities like this. These are like uh, any any old city in 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 in, 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 in especially in Bavaria looks like this. You've had uh, you have the the old houses. They're lit. You have candle lights and, and, and lights with them. There's not many lanterns, but it seems there's no one on the streets. The streets seem to be empty because everybody seems to be inside doing their their business. You hear a bit of laughter coming from houses, talk, and if you head down the main street, you also see, which I'm also adding here one moment yeah, i'm guessing we're just gonna keep like off the middle of the street just closer to the um yeah are you are you going to be walking more of the left side or the more of the right side of the street i just I'd have to know say left yeah instinctively okay. yeah 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 on the left side of the street you head towards it um out of the corner of your eye you see, you hear, you see, see a movement, but um, it's not to worry. It seems to be a, kind of a an old drunk who's just hiding there, munching on a carrot, and uh, he kind of looks at you, smiles, and kind of tumbles back into his disturbed sleep, which he was, which he was holding there. But there's nothing else there. Mr. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a little thing. uh, (laughs) He's in every Bree town, yeah. And uh, after after uh, a few strides, you hear music and laughter and lots of town coming from what looks like a tavern. And you see out front of this tavern a sign of a green meadow and a white horse or a pony. And underneath it is written in common speech, the Prancing Pony. And uh, the gates seem to be open. Their light is floods out onto the now still wet streets from the from the um, from the rain. But there is, of course, not raining anymore. And um, Bree itself seems like a sleepy little village. But you, you hear, if if there's if there's any evil about. No one seems to be worried about it because everybody seems to be, especially at the at the prancing pony. There seems to be a lot of, um, yeah, seems to be a, a very, a very, um, a hearty inn or an inn with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you're standing outside the famous prancing pony. Well, shall we head inside? 
Yeah, maybe have like a warm drink and some, I don't know, some hearty stew to warm up from this cold stew encounter. Very, very good, yes. Okay. Something to warm the bones. Okay. Do I know where my, yeah, my horse is stabled? Um, not yet. Okay. Not okay. yet, but um, one moment. Good, I'm glad you said that because I've had... Oh, hell, I had that written for you. Um, yeah, I'll have that. You, you'll find that out. Yeah, no soon. worries. <laughs> um, oh, heck, now I close my my notes. One moment. The long yeah, I guess we would we would all be then heading inside. Yes. Yep. Okay. Then <clears throat> here I am. Yeah, as you enter the inn, you hear the booming voice of the innkeeper shouting orders. There's a smoky atmosphere. You smell a mixture of pipe weed and pipe smoke, but also different types of meats, probably mm -hmm. probably <clears throat> birds, chickens, pheasants, things like that, but also pork and maybe some ham or something roasting. Uh, you see um, one or two barmaids running uh, past, and the, the, the place seems to be packed, and... Standing behind, more or less, when you walk into, there's like kind of like a kind of like a well, not a bar, but it's like a, a almost like a reception. And you see and you hear the the booming voice of the innkeeper shouting, "Where's that woolly-footed stable boy? We've had that couple from Staddle that need a room, and their horses need tending to. What madness made me think that a halfling could be a good stable boy? Ah, uh, you're just as useless as that son of mine. Where is he now?" Barleyman! Barleyman! Come here, Barley! As he screams, you see a chubby boy, maybe about 12 years old, carrying two mugs of ale. And he approaches the man, as you see him standing behind them. He says, Come in, da! Sorry, but I was listening to one of Harry's story. Did you know that he killed himself a troll? He just took that big axe and... He turns around, as if, he's gonna, as if he was going to show his father how that swing went. And he sees you, he interrupts his tail and sets down the tray with glasses, wipes his hands on a rather moist looking apron, which seems to be soaked with beer and soup and whatever, and just kind of looks at you first. And let me send you, uh, waits for your reaction. And at the same time, let me send you a picture of little Barley. Yeah, by the way, I just noticed that my mic was probably off for the stream until up until this point. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Which I fixed now. Okay, well, we have a... So we should be good, we, but we, it might we, be we, a we little shall, bit we, off. We shall hear, we shall hear. So yeah. hello, world, for those that haven't heard me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, there should be little fat barley. You should have him now. That's... Mm -hmm. That's how he looks like, and he and he comes up to you, looks at you, says, "Ooh, hello, who are you?" Customers, and what's this about a troll you were just talking about? Oh, oh, Ari, he killed himself a troll not just two days ago. Yeah, done it with his axe. He's here today. You can see him. He and his big axe. Oh, he's a big fellow of a man, I tell you that. And uh. Oh, are you like? Do you need do you need rooms or, or arrangement? My, my dad Barnabas Butterbur will take care of you. I'm Barley, by the way. 
Dad! And he screams over his shoulder, Dad, we got more! There's more of them at the door! And then you see old Butterbur come behind his, um... This is Barnabas Butterbur. And he looks like he's wielding... He reaches under the bar and he pulls out the long handle of an axe. And he's wielding it in his hand like a club. And he says, Where are they at? I told that ferny fellow and his pimply son to stay away from my inn. I don't need his troubles and his funny friends from the east. And he... And he sees you and... Then all of a sudden drops the club and says, Evening. Oh, sorry. Barley, he says to his son, you dunce of an ass. Why didn't you say we have guests? Help them with their gear. And if they have any horses, they'll help them too. I'm sorry about that. My Barley, he's, he isn't quite here sometimes. My name is Barnabas. Barnabas Butterbur. How may I help you? You need lodgings? Just a meal? I got a fresh keg of ale on tap. I'm always busy, but I believe there are some hobbits from the West of Brandywine in the common room sharing some samples of old Toby, too, if you want to buy something of that. Old Toby. Now, wait a minute. What does that remind me of? And he seems to drift off in his mind, waiting, more or less, thinking it to himself at the same time, waiting for an answer and more or less to find out who you guys are. Well, uh, good evening, uh, Master. Um, we're here for lodgings on one hand and, of course, a warm meal and maybe a pint or two for some of us um, on the other. Oh, cool, of course. Oh, well, we can we can do that, too. And I'm trying thinking what else. And at the same time, he, he kind of trying to remember. He's trying to remember something. He can't, he, he that he's... Some are forgot. This is, by the way, old Barnabas there, standing there. I just sent you a picture, if you want to load that up, Ken. And mm -hmm. um, and he's uh, he suddenly, suddenly he he looks over and he sees the Rohirrim standing there, and then he seems to remember, and he says, "Now wait a minute, wait a minute. That I know now. A warrior." And a horse, that what it was? Uh, yes, uh, um, I know, it was old Toby Tobison. That's why, Toby, from Archet. Uh, it's, excuse me, warrior, he brought me this letter here. He said to keep out watch for a dark-haired Rohirrim warrior. He also gave me a pouch of silver and told me to take care of a horse that he's brought to my stable. Oh, it's a beautiful beast, I tell you. Mark my word. Now, where did I put that letter? Bali, where did I put that letter for that horse boy? Uh, uh, the, for that grim Rohirrim warrior? And Barley reaches <laughs> behind his father, pulls it out, and says, Here it is. Ah, Lenny Ammers. I had it in my burn burning in my ass pocket all the time. I I'm sorry, sir. This seems to be yours. And, oh. he, gives you, and he gives you a... It's more more like a folded note, and um, I'm trying to hopefully. This is yes, very as hard. soon as soon as he mentions my horse, my face lights up, and I I grab yeah. the, the letter from him. Yeah, I'm trying. <clears throat> you see very fast. One moment. Let me copy this, and I can send it to you, so you can see. <clears throat> Either you can read it for yourself, or you can share it with the group. One moment. Nachricht on Freon, and this is what it says. I send it to you in the yep. yeah, yeah. in the chat. Yes, I got it. Yeah, and Eorath um, yeah. is just gonna say, uh, "Well, Master uh, Butterbur, if um, 
you have any 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 vacant spaces in in the tavern room we might just like gather our bearings and sit down with a hot meal and perhaps if you could lend us maybe a couple minutes of your time because we are traveling folk and we do have some questions about the going-ons here and there that would be very very good oh of course he says of course you know what just leave your packs here by right here by the door no one's nothing's gonna be stolen my boy barley will take care of you let me see you stay in the night i'll fix you up with some rooms and if you see a red-headed wild wench in the common room <laughs> that's me best barmaid daisy she can bring a soup or ale or bread or might turn your head with her curves and a saucy tail too. <laughs> you better not. And he kind of whispers to you, better not have Miss Butterbur hear me talking like that. <laughs> she have me guts for gorgeous. Well, uh, off with me to the common room. There's nothing better against the cold than a cold ale, some warm soup, and maybe a song or two by the time. And like I said, me boy, me boys will be taking taking care of you. And um, uh, by the way, may I ask uh, who sent you? to the prancing pony i mean there's a lot of inns here is there any anything special that uh, that uh, that anyone that might have sent you to us yeah i can't remember who put the stuff in like i said my my inventory my character sheet is borked oh. i need to like refill it out but um uh, whoever of us has well, the uh, yeah, one of the you, lily yeah one of uh, you must have a lily which is kind yeah, of pressed might have might have been me but yeah, yeah i think it was either, either just, you or or the yeah. the just silently basically pass that on without like uh, lo looking around just to see if anybody is maybe watching or something um yeah. and then just like kind of hand it to him just saying Ooh. a fellow kindred spirit sent Ooh. us well i'll be damned put me in a dress and call me a queen old tom seldom parts with his lilies i know that oh he must be really fond of you travelers well, you know what? I guess you so. You shall have me best ale, me warmest beds, and an arty breakfast for you. I tell you that. I can't take Lily as his payment, though. You know, <laughs> hang on to that. That's a good sign of that old Tom likes you. But uh, for sure, you know what? Uh, a silver a night, plus your tab for drinks in the common room, and we'll we'll call it good. But we can talk about that in the morning. I, if, if you're if you're good of for course. Tom, then you're good for me. So just come on in. My boy will have you have your three, I believe three rooms it looks like, because I don't think the young lady will be wanting to stay with the, with these, with these, uh, uh, oh, oh, there's two young ladies. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the rough gentleman, three separate rooms or would you want to be sharing? No, I'm good with separate. a separate. Yes, room. three separate I... rooms would be good. Okay. Uh, would okay. you would you point me towards the stables as well? I'd like to shake oh, my yes, horse of first course. before oh, I... I tell you what. That that horse is a that horse is. I have never seen such a well groomed horse, and it's been fed well. And uh, uh, I, I I didn't know myself, but old Toby told me that. It was a marshal of the Riddermark himself that gave him that letter. And he gave me enough silver, more than enough. I mean, I believe, and being you coming from old Tom and something, I tell you what, I believe that silver covers your nights as well, too, here. And all the ale that you can drink, because this this marshal of the Riddermark, he seems to really, first of all, love his horses. And at the same time, he seems to... Have a very high, high potential hold of you, sir. 
But uh, yeah, just just follow. If you go out out here, just when you came in, you take a left. There's a little, just a little kind of a, 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 um, a little little um, narrow passageway going back, and you'll be standing right in the middle of our back of our back uh, uh, gates here. And there you see we've got about oh, there's probably stables for about eight horses out there, and there'll be Nob should be out there. Little knob, he should be watching up for your horse. If not, then call for my boy Bali, and he'll show you your horse. No problem, sir. Thank you. Thank you to, kindly. Yeah, I have to continue on. You know, I, over the, everybody's calling me again. I'm coming. I'm coming. And he rushes off again, as if uh, as if he's once again looking around, running the wrong way first, then turning around, running back again. And uh, and while he's running away, he kind of points inwards uh, with one hand and says, "The common room." Straight ahead, and to you, to the Rohirrim, he he points yeah. outward, out left, and another left, and you'll find the stable, sir. And then he's off don't, again. <laughs> don't worry, Fulgrim, we'll save a space for that, you. That that would be most kind. Yes, I'll. Uh, if you excuse me for a moment, I'll need to then, check then the Inga and myself will just make our way into the common rooms, look for an empty table to put down our our cloaks and mantles. Okay, one moment. I have to get back. Uh, to get back into here we are. So and yeah. So you slowly. One moment. This is hard loading up things at the same time. I don't know. How do you do this, Ken? When you <laughs> when you're DMing with pictures, it's I, I don't load stuff into Discord. We oh, use Foundry and stuff. Foundry, yeah, that's true. Okay, I'm so prepped. It's, it's it's not too much to load, but I do have one or two things which I wanted which I wanted to show. Okay, <coughs> one moment. Where is the common room? And it's yeah, wherever we're for splitting up, who who's ever going first? Mm. Okay, this is Barnabas. Um, so horses. Okay. Huh? Well, <laughs> we'll have to forego that. Okay. Well, then we'll just continue, and I, I can't load up. Somehow it's not working. Okay. So uh, you enter, you enter the common room. Aye. And uh, let me get out my, my book here. I need a little bit of. Of information. Yeah, how, how full is it at this yeah, time? Yeah, well, the, the, um, the, 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 the common room is rather full. Um, you see, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you look, you come in, first of all, it is very smoky. There's a lot of mm -hmm. smoke in there. It seems to be people be smoking pipes. And at the same time, there's like an op one or two open spit fires where meat is being roasted, and there's Ooh. there's pots hanging on the side, and there's the one or one or two different uh, serving wenches going back and forth, and you also see halflings which are serving. And um, if uh, there's a as you walk in, you see like like Barnabas had told before, you see a a wench coming towards you, and you're guessing that this is this is probably this is probably Daisy, mm -hmm. and she just says, "Well, good evening, welcome to the prancing pony. Uh, a table for two, it looks like. Uh, for three in total. We're waiting for friend. Oh, 
yes, no problem, no problem. So just come, just come on over. I'll show you. And she leads you to a, oh, it looks like a table, which is not quite in the middle of things. It's a little bit off to the side, but you, it's a good, good vantage point for you because you mm -hmm. can see the whole room. And um, yeah, I, yours immediately kind of sits down with like her, her back to the wall, so she can yeah. like face the room. Yeah, you have. And um, she, yeah, mat yeah, matter of fact, Yorith, since you're sitting back and looking, won't you give me a perception roll? Can I can tell you what of the patrons you see because yeah. it's a it's a crowded room. While I fiddle around and try to light my pipe, which is hopefully not wet. And that is a oh, hang on, plus uh, twenty-two in oh, total. Perfect. Well, uh, as Daisy uh, looks at you and just asks. Ale? Soup? Anything? Can I bring you anything? Yes. Yes, yes to both for me and uh, yes to both my for friend me as well. well. Okay. And you said you'll be... Well, your friend, if you jo if he joins you, it should be no problem. You can... Uh, yeah, you can I you just, can... just put out a third uh, serving as well. He should, okay, he I'll bring you three long. ales and three... I think I just put on some great ham hock soup. And uh, I'll bring you some uh, some bread with that too, and maybe uh, maybe a piece of fruit or two we still have in the pantry. I'll see what we have in the pantry. Maybe maybe perhaps some tea to warm the bones as well. Okay, I'll have a, the soup. Uh, I have some chamomile tea or some peppermint, or do you want some of these dark herbs tea? These they have some dark herbs which are from the Westfold. They make they make a strong brew. It is, but it keeps you up at night. Um, I am perfectly fine with the dark herbal tea. I okay. don't know for my friend here if she cares for something else. Oh no, I'm fine with some ale. Okay. All right, okay. then just some dark tea for me. Okay, dark tea, two ales, three soups, and something to munch on. I'll be right back. At the meantime, um, looking over to uh, foreign... Help me. Fulgrim, yeah. <laughs> Fulgrim, not, not, not Freon. Yeah, no, I was going to say Freon. No? Fulgrim, you in the meanwhile uh, head out. You take a left and another left, as as Butterbur said. There's lanterns yeah. lighting this, and it seems to be. And you, you automatically smell the well-known, the smell which you know, of course, as a Rohirrim. You smell the horses. You smell a little bit of the dung, that hay, and this is. It almost gives you kind of a, a twinge of, of, a, of a, a, to your heart, almost a little bit of a homesickness, remembering the halls of Meduselt, remembering the high, the high uh, meadows where the horses run wild. And you see not far, standing, leaning on a pitchfork and kind of resting from cleaning up, uh, there's a small halfling standing there and there's about... Oh, about two ponies and three horses standing in the uh, in the stables. Well, is, is is my horse there as well? Do I? Are you see you, you of course yeah you see your horse right away, and it seems that your horse also right away notices or smells his his master and kind of lifts and looks lifts his head looking sniffing the air and. Uh, the, the halfling kind of turns around and says, calm, calm down, boy. Everything's okay. You, you, your master will be here someday. He'll pick you up. I don't think he'll be waiting long. And then he, then he sees you and says, ooh, hello. 
Can I help you? Ah, oh, you you must be Nob, right? Yeah, that's me. I'm Nob. Yeah, yeah, we we're all called Nob here. I'm Nob the younger. Me da is Nob the older. And, and and if things if things keep going, my mom is gonna have another one. It'll be Nob the even younger. <laughs> and he kind of <laughs> sillyly laughs, a typical little fruity hobbit laugh. And he seems to be a even though he's a hard worker, he seems to be a very joyful soul. I've heard you've taken care of my horse, and I, I point oh. towards. Oh my... yes, I must say, sir. Such a beautiful animal. I've straggled it. I've always made sure they had the best of hay and I've uh, brushed him daily, twice, and made sure that his long, he has the most beautiful hair. I've never seen such a beautiful hair. And uh, I believe so. We don't get much warrior horses because he's got muscles where no other muscles are. I mean, we've got these horses that pull the get, pull the wagons. They've got muscles otherwise, but this is must be a warrior horse. I tell you, sir, I'm. Uh, he was very hard to get close to, but you know, I've given him apple once in a while. He seems to he seems to take a liking to me, but he won't let Bali get too close to him. No, no, I'm the only one that can take care of him. But he's been a good boy. Oh, yes, a great boy. That's good to know that you took good care of him. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, sir. Of course, sir. Uh, by the way, um, I was paid in full, and uh, uh, Mr. Butterbur uh, got the purse from uh, thing. So there should be there should. I mean, I must really say, old Toby said that he got this from a marshal of the Riddermark. Believe so, a marshal of the Riddermark here in Bree. Ah, oh, I was. I mean, I was like absolutely flabbergasted. But uh, it's been paid in full, everything's well, and I was glad to serve you, sir. And I'll take care of your horse as long as you want. Well, thank you. A marshal of the Riddermark, you say? How, how, how would someone like that be here in Bree? I don't know. I mean, I never saw him. Old Toby said that he said it was... I can't remember the name, say. I'm not good with names, but he said it was a tall man, and he was he would bore a shield with a horse on it, and he came with his horse and this horse and gave it to old Toby. And Toby said he would bring it to the supposed to bring it to the prancing pony. And he did that right away. Toby's a good man. And he said he got the horse to save for a warrior. Dark haired, and they well, I recognize you right away. I didn't have a name, but I believe I don't think there's too many Rohirrim, as you call yourselves, come to picking up horses. I tell you that. So, but uh, I wouldn't think I'd be giving it away. And I don't think if you get closer to that horse, I don't think he would go with anybody else if he doesn't know him. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. Um, yeah, I'll walk, I'll walk past him and go to my horse and and say hello to him. And of course, he nudges you and recognizes you right away, lays his, lays his heavy his heavy head across your, your shoulder and kind of gives a little horsey snort <laughs> like that and snort. is very happy to see you and uh, and just uh, um, yeah, just kind of greets you being glad to be but uh, as you can see, he's been well treated. He's yeah. uh, there's no there's no he's not doesn't look hungry or anything. His he's been combed and he's been well kept. That's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend some some minutes with him. Uh, 
stroking stroking his back and yeah okay little knob says oh uh, you know what i have to get back inside and help us mr butterbirthy he told me to go out and take care of things with the horses but i see that you if you if you if you're good with them just close the gate which is here uh, on the side here so that so that no one else can get in and then and then uh, uh i'm gonna head to it if you want to you can just head in towards the way you came and uh, i think your friends will be in the common room and wait for you sure sure i will i will take care of the gate and thanks again for taking so good care of my horse no it wasn't on us here it wasn't on and he kind of bends lowly like you see this halfling has never met royalty or a knight or anything he just he's just absolutely it's like meeting a hero he just kind of smell and he kind of waddles off and just talking to himself he said I can't believe that. A row hero warrior in Bree. Oh, oh, oh. I'll never believe that. Nob won't believe me. A little Nob won't believe me either. <laughs> and he just kind of chortles himself and heads off to uh, to the to the inn. Meanwhile, while you're spending time with your horsey, uh, the flirty wench, Daisy, brings you your ale, your soup, and whatever uh -huh. else you ordered. And... Um, kind of um looks and yeah yeah you you had a perception roll and while you're while you're waiting yeah. for this you look around and your sees the room is packed but you can make out a stranger in the corner he's smoking a long pipe he seems to be dressed almost like a ranger but it's you roll this right away something's not quite fitting the the boots are wrong and the the cloak isn't the right type. Is he doesn't you know he he, he seems to dress this like is, this. This is uh, like uh, the, the clothes that he's wearing. Do they look like road worn? That's or? the problem. They look too fresh. Hmm. They look they look like like someone has just you know put on a. They, he doesn't look like he's a weather beaten warrior or something. He just looks too fresh. But he's he's sitting there smoking his pipe and just kind of eyeing the room and as you guys sat down he kind of keeps looking at you then yeah, the no. at the other table there's also a large farmer he's cradling a mug of ale and seems to be almost crying in his beer you also see a shifty looking halfling who's eyeing you suspiciously and he also seems to be looking at inga with a kind of a sickening smile on his face so it doesn't seem and on the other table you make out a very <laughs> tall bearded man he's either a huntsman or a guard of sorts he's almost looks friendly if it wasn't for that large axe that he has strapped to his side and all the other patrons you see are men halflings a few dwarves they're busy talking drinking eating playing games or dice or some of them have like look like playing cards every once in a while someone gets up and recites a poem or a song much to the amusement of the crowd every time afterwards it's either a applause or laughter and while mm -hmm. you're looking at this wench daisy comes back to your table and says can i get you something else uh any more ale mermaid some information or something <laughs> we do have a full house tonight i'll be popping in and out um, say less. Uh, the fancy clothed man in the corner over there. Mm -hmm. He's been eyeing us a bit suspiciously. Do you know where he hails from? 
Well, that man, you know what? We just call him the quiet one. He's been here for the last, uh, probably every evening for the last two weeks. And uh, I don't really, really don't know. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's, he always pays his bills and he seems to be a ranger. But if you ask me, he's too well dressed for a ranger. I mean, I know a lot of rangers, and uh, I've uh, <laughs> known a couple of rangers very intimately, and she kind of smiles to herself, but he doesn't seem to be... I tell you, he's not working for his pay, you know? He's, there's not a drop of mud on him. I don't think he's ever seen the woods from the inside, I tell you that. That's very peculiar indeed. Um, do you, uh, would you be able to maybe fetch, uh, Master Butterbur for us? I have, uh, one or two, uh, questions I would like to ask him. Oh, sure, sure, I'll see, I'll see if he has time. He always, he's always, he's always of course, up, up of and course. about, but I'll go, and, and she pops off. We're, we're here for most of the evening. Yeah, and so and she, she pops off again and heads towards, um, heads towards the, uh, um, the, the begin the front of the inn, looking for Butterbur. At the meantime, um, out at the stables, um, your horsey seems to be feeling very well. Excellent. There's there's nothing else really happening there. You hear you hear the night birds once in a while, an owl or something, but nothing really happening out there. And the, there's nothing of of. Um, Nothing strange or something. You just hear nightly noises. And, of course, the noise from the inn coming in. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that, that he's fine and, and doing well. Um, and then, yeah, after a little while, I'll go back in. And, of course, I close the gate as not requested. <laughs> and make my way to the um, common room. Yeah. As you come into the common the room... Looking yeah. for the two ladies um, yeah. and having a having a look around the room as well, just yeah. to, to see the general as audience. You, as you walk in and you see the uh, your two ladies sitting at the at the side, they wave you over. You also see to the one side this stranger who's just refilling his pipe, looking looking kind of towards you as as your glance meets his. He turns around and looks away as if as if you've you caught him doing something strange. You also notice he's dressed like a like a Dunedin ranger, but it's almost like he's acting like a ranger. It's he he doesn't have the 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 the, the way of a ranger. He's he's just um, he's wearing new almost new clothes, so that doesn't quite fit. And uh, there's a you see an old. You see a large farmer who's uh, just now finishing up his beer mug and looking into, almost crying that his beer is empty. And he's a heavy sigh. He just drops a heavy sigh. And there's a a large, probably a good six-foot man sitting there stroking his beard. He kind of nods to you as you come in because he sees also someone who probably can use an ax. He seems to be just kind of like just a friendly greeting and a shifty looking strange halfling who almost goes back a little bit because he seems to be afraid of this 
grim looking warrior which just came in and he's he's just kind of a pimply ugly looking halfling who's just kind of you know he just he just looks shifty he's just like like something that you couldn't couldn't be trusted and uh yeah your friends uh wave you over yeah i'll, I'll nod to the the men that nodded towards me and then make my way yeah. to the table and and sit down yeah. as, as soon you, as fulgrim sits down yeah as, as, as fulgrim so. wants to sit down he accidentally bumps into the uh to daisy who's just coming around the corner with some beer and he just manages to she almost falls over you manage just oh, to of course her. i grab her yes yeah and she looks up and sees you and she's like oh this is a sight for sore eyes. Hello, and who might you be? Oh, uh, careful, is... lady, that, that you don't spill all the drinks. No, no, no. <laughs> There's more where this comes from, and then she kind of adjusts herself and adjusts her her um, a very well-sitting cleavage and looks up to you and kind of gives you gives you the eye and says, "If there's anything I can I can bring you, dear sir, let me know." Um, I already, if you're with this group here, I already brought you an ale, but, um, I can, uh, anything else, you just, and she kind of gives you a wink and, uh, adjusts her hair again and, 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 and walks off, fully ignoring that she wanted to come and talk with, uh, with the group and tell them where Butterbur was. She's just like, oh, oh, boy, what a man, you know, <laughs> and she's off, and she's off again while you sit down. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, as you sit Some down, food I, I would have been nice, but oh, okay. <laughs> I ask, so how's the wife and kids? <laughs> what? Oh, you're well, married? No. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I meant your horse, silly. <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> My horse is fine. Yes. It was taking you... good care of. And I, I kind of like. Uh, lead in a little bit both to him and also Inga. Is anybody of you, as you were making your way into Breland, um, has anybody of you had the feeling that they were being followed? Coming into or Breland? Somebody, or somebody who might be looking for you. We have a couple of curious eyes on our group tonight, so we best pay a little attention on what we say and what we do. Yeah, that might do. might be good. Do you, do you know our rangers known for dress up? Not the ones I've met so far. Mm. And I've met a, quite a few, but still. But that fellow in the corner is uh, definitely giving off a strange feeling. As you look over to this strange fellow and all of you are looking at him. He all of a sudden feels like, um, you know, he's uh, being he's being watched and and pulls down his his hood even closer and uh, kind of sucks more on his pipe and and adjusts it. And it, it looks like he's adjusting as if he would be adjusting a sword or something. But you don't see that he's armed. It's just kind of. Once again, there's also there's also no no playing. rule or house ruler or anything in uh, 
in the Prancing Pony. I'm guessing we all have our weapons with you us. You have your weapons with you. Just yeah, as the other like, guy has like, his axe and stuff. Yeah, like you said, the, you have this the guy who just nodded to to Fulgrim uh, coming in. Um, he's um, He just also, he was has his axe leaning next to him. And um, it might be after, if you remember what Barley was talking about, about some guy, guy called some guy called Harry who was telling a story about about um, about uh, uh, killing a troll and something. Mm -hmm. And you notice that these three characters, the weird-looking halfling, um, the man with the axe, and also this this uh, the the far the farmer with his drink, and also the uh, the 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 strange fondly dressed ranger. They're not participating in any of the games. Every once in a while, a hobbit will stand up and will say something. Then there'll be someone who sings, tries a riddle, and people are trying to do riddles. And people are entertaining themselves. And these mm -hmm. are the only ones. The the farmer seems, who's sitting there just seems to be more or less. You see once in a while that Daisy comes by, kind of pats him on his shoulder, and goes through his hair, and kind of is like... Kind of like it looks like she's she's comforting him and puts down another 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 ale for him, and he seems to be just kind of by drowning his sorrows, and the other the other guys, Harry seems to be really well Harry or the the guy which you think it might be this Harry that's he seems to be really relaxed. He's just sitting there looking at everything, and those other two they're just suspicious. Well, I'm, I'm still gonna like uh, look around to see if I see Butterbur somewhere roaming around the place. Yeah. Maybe just uh, give him a, a sign to to maybe join us on the table if he has the time. Yeah. After after a short while, Daisy comes back and she says, "I'm sorry, I didn't forget you, but uh, I tell you, oh Barnabas, now he's upstairs helping this this couple which just came from Staddle because." Somehow their bed doesn't fit, and he has to make sure. I'm sorry, he probably won't be down to the common room for some time. Uh, but he said, if there's any information I can give you, just let me know. I, I, I know I take care of a lot of old Barnabas's business because he trusts me a lot with his, his paperwork. And, and I also count up all the evening's shares of the sales, so maybe I can help you. If there's something I can help you with, let me know. Well, um, Miss Daisy, the, the only question on my mind right now would be simply, um, have you heard of any tales of, of dangers in Breelands? Have this, is anything that might have, um, might spike the interest of, of wanderers such as ourselves? If you always hear of people disappearing or maybe, um, some ambushes uh, here and then, but it would still be quite a rare occasion, would it not? Well, let me see. There are a few tales, she says. And uh, come to think about it, um, that uh, ever since ever since old Hayward over there, and she points over to this large farmer, he said that he'd been having trouble at the farm and that their animals have been missing. And it seems like either something is stealing them he does not know and he's missing a lot of business and and he ever since he's been here the last few days it's somehow it's kind of weird that this 
the quiet one as we call him. He's always here and he's always watching and it looks like he's waiting for, for people to come. And, um, and he's been, he's been ever here ever since that the old Harry, uh, old Harry said that he's been having problem at the farm. And, um, well, um, uh, uh, Farmer Hayward and old Harry, sorry, wrong one, Hayward, not Harry. And, uh, <laughs> Harry, by the way, and he, she points over to the, um, to the man with the axe. Ooh, he told me a story that'll chill your bones. He said, and he always, always walks the woods. He says he killed himself a troll. He killed him, really killed him dead. And he says that he's even had the head of the troll put up somewhere. I mean, I'd never been there. He, he always wants to take me out for a date, but I don't know. I don't trust old Harry. He's a bit too old for me anyways. But then he kind of looks over to, to our Rohirrim friend. But you're more my, my type. You seem to be you're still young and not, not quite as a beardy old fellow like old Harry over there. And she kind of giggles. And yeah, and of course, then she looks over to, to, the, to the halfling. Yeah, that over there, that's Matthew Mugwort. You want to stay away from him. He's a shifty fellow. They say he has a lots of friends that live up east, and I don't know. He's always, if there's something wrong in town, he always knows about it, and he seems to be, I don't know, there's always a negative feeling about this guy. But yeah, that, that's about all. That's about all that, that I've heard in the last couple of days. So no particular increase of any sightings in particular regarding orc? Ooh, well, orcs. Now, if you say that, um, Harry's the one who's met, and he's also killed himself, goblins and orcs, because he's, you might call him something like a forestry master. He takes care of all the forests up in Archit. And so, of course, he's got himself once or twice, and he says in the last couple of times, there's more orcs coming around, and that's why he said all of a sudden he's got himself a troll. There were never trolls in this countryside, and but he he caught himself a troll and killed it before it killed one of his ponies. I tell you, it is getting a little bit strange that all these things are getting closer, but uh, but here in Bree, nah, once in a while we'll, we'll catch an oakman or a, or a goblin or two or two maybe trying to steal into the town but um and i think farmer hayward thinks he might have seen a goblin or so and that might be what's stealing some of his animals but i don't know you might have to talk with him uh but i'd hurry up before he gets too deep into his drink he's had about five ales already and she oh point, points over to the farmer all right well thank you very much daisy I'll be right back. I have to turn on the light. I can't see anything. Lawless <laughs> <laughs> the Lawmaster, magically... Turns on the light. Illuminates a candle. And uh, as well, you hear do, his voice do, come back, he has do, a candle to think. <laughs> well, do you believe this story about the troll? Well, I've seen a couple of... Uh, peculiar things throughout the years. I mean, trolls don't happen all that often. It is a rather rare occasion, but 
Perhaps it might be worth talking to him about this. I'm, I'm myself I'm particularly tasked with watching out for any kind of increase in orc activity. I need the youngest of the group, our, our lady, to roll a perception roll. To Inga. Inga. Ooh. What I'm Inga super sees. super bad at perception, but yeah, I rolled what? a 19, so well, that's, good. that's, that's a 20 good. in total. Yeah. As you, as the other two are talking, you kind of see that this little halfling who's been eyeing you and almost licking his lips kind of brushes himself off, gets up, and he's trying to get past because to get outside, he has to pass past your table. And he's trying to kind of sneak by your table, keeping his eyes on you and, of course, especially on your, on your armed on your armed uh, patrons that are with you. I'm gonna check my pockets and hide everything that can be stolen and watch him really closely. <laughs> yeah, he, he comes by, he just kind of gives you a, a grin. It's kind of a, uh, not very, he seems to be missing one or two teeth. And uh, as he passes by close, he, he kind of has a stench to him, which is not very, uh, very nice. He kind of smells like he's been sleeping in barns or something. And once he's once he's like close enough within earshot, I immediately like like turn around like my visage towards him and just say, "Keep your distance, Mugwort. We're not looking for any business with you. Search elsewhere." No. And he kind of looks and he's absolutely puts on the the visage of a of the most helpless innocent person that you've ever seen and he says in a kind of squeaky voice me well first of all how do you know my name's mugwort it's a it's a i'm not a mugwort i'm a i'm a i'm a bolty lass a bolty lass from 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 up up up, up shire uh from hobbiton yeah that's me i'm a bolty lass from hobbiton that's me uh, i'm not a mugwort no 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 you, you you must be wrong and and i've never done anything wrong no 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 well, whatever you are, if you pest us any further, maybe Mugwort is all that's going to be left of you, so search elsewhere. Yeah. We have no interest in any dealings with you. Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Look at this. Ooh, the high and mighty rangers. You always uh, you always have big talk for us, little folk. We never do anything, and you're always here. Troublesome outlaws, a lot of them, I tell you that, you know? And he kind of, kind of, he doesn't really spit towards you, but he just kind of... Gives you, give, <laughs> gives you like a nod of disgust. Yeah. Yeah, I just turn around and ignore him. Yeah. Daisy kind I'm of... Ju just, just making sure he is actually like moving away. Yeah, Daisy comes by and she kind of picks him up by the scruff of the neck and says, Will you leave the patrons alone, Matthew? It's bad enough that you come here and stink up the place. Now get off of there. Now tell you that. I'm going to send you out there and I'll, I'll have, a, I have a good feeling to have Harry throw you out of the gates and have the Barrow Whites take care of you. And he just kind of <laughs> gives her a smell. <laughs> Barrow whites. Nonsense about ghosts and all. Next thing you're gonna say that oh Tom Bombadil's gonna kinda get me and take me away on a flying ship. <laughs> you're all you're all cracked, every one of you. And he seems uh, behind his pocket it seems like there's like a, a folded a folded cap of some kind. He puts it on his on his head and he says, I believe in 
See you all tomorrow. <laughs> Rangers. And he kind of wiggles out, out the front. I want to look like for the, if there's been any reaction from the stranger, the quiet one in the corner. He has been watching this at the same time and he seems to be noting something down. You see him with a coal, a piece of coal and something which might be a parchment and he's kind of making notes or putting, you see if he's writing something down and when you were fighting with, with, uh, with Mugward, he really looked interested and he kind of put down and, and as you see him doing that, he all, all, right away he hides it again and, and he looks away as if he's doing nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we just have a little chat with your ranger friend over there? No, I would try to not... Uh become any more in, inconspicuous than we already are mm. let me take care of him and, and, and stay here to see if he either leaves at some point or maybe he will wait for us to go to bed but I will certainly not go to bed before I see him while you're somewhere and I would maybe like to tail him while you're looking around uh, the man which is probably Harry stands up and stretches and you see that he's a tall man. He's about easily. Tall beard. He's a league. It's a big, long. He's got a big, heavy, heavy beard to him, and uh, and he seems uh, like 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 um, like um, um, uh, I think Daisy had told you. He seems to be. He has the garb of a forester. It's not a ranger, but he seems to be. He seems to be a forester. He has a thing, and let me give you. A, a picture of him here that I can there we go <clears throat> there he is that's the kind of what you look like he seems to have a small axe by his side a large axe which he kind of adjusts to his side and it seems like he's um he's looks like he's about to leave but he walks towards you and um, looks down at your group and in a deep voice he says evening and it's a deep voice, but it's also a friendly voice. It's not like he's a, he's a thing. He's a, he just says, Harry's my name. I hunt beasts and game. And uh, you look like you're a bunch of hunters yourself with all those weapons you have on your backs. You know, can I join you? Of course, She's Master, free, sit down. Course. The little innkeep told us a story about you. Maybe, maybe you want to elaborate on that. Shed some truth on the tale. Well, what, what did the little innkeep say? And he, he lifts up a finger. Daisy right away sees that he's changed, and he says, "Over, bring another round over here for my friends, Daisy. What, what are you drinking? You have ale, mead. I see some tea over here. Anybody having anything else?" Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just fill up the glasses. Fill up the glasses, Daisy. It's on me. You know, it's not it's not all day that we get some interesting folk like this in Bree. And he uh so he leans back and uh he also protrudes out looks like a beautiful wooden pipe which is seems to be carved out of one piece and it has like pine cones and things on it. And he puts in the puts in a uh, takes a little bit of pouch out and puts in some 
looks like some pipe weed and uh, lights it and he says well and exhaling a breath like I said I hunt beasts and game and I make sure that the horde that the 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 forests up in Archid are taken well care of and uh, I've hunted all kinds of beasts in the last couple of times and I tell you it's getting weirder by the year and I have a feeling that there's a strangest kind of used to be just big elk and bears and maybe a small a small um, a swamp goblin or so but I've had I've had orcs lately I've had goblins lately and they're pestering through my woods you know what I even killed myself a troll last week so the rumors are true Oh, yes. <laughs> I kept his head on a spike outside my door until my friggin' neighbors complained about the stench and the flies. I had to get rid of it, so I dumped it. But uh, I tell you, there's uh, been some weird things. And and he points over to the farmer and he says, You know what? Old Hayward's been telling that something have been stealing his animals. And if I look in my woods, too, there are the strangest I've been, I've never used to find dead conies lying around or birds. Sometimes it's, it looks like whatever's killing these animals. And Haywood has told me the same thing. And he kind of leans in and almost whispers, it's not for food because these bodies aren't eaten. It's not like a fox or a wolf that'll eat something and it'll, you'll just find the bones. They seem to be drained. It's only the carcasses. I found a brace of dead conies and a dog. Dry. Like something had sucked the so life blood. not killing for sport, you say, but actually something is draining these bodies? Yes. There's not a... It looks like there's not a life's blood left in them. And that's what old Hayward said, too. He said that his animals have been being stolen. At the same time, once in a while, he'll find, like either chicken or even found a cat and it seemed like something had just either ripped out its throat or slit the throat and all the blood seems to be gone and, and he, you haven't seen anything like this uh, in recent years no i've had wolves uh, you know what i've even had the wolves which come up from the mountains these so-called wogs i've had them before too but usually I keep a good forest and I have no problems and I let the hunters hunt and the prey be prey. Of course, I'm not mixing myself in with the nature, but this, if you ask me, this is not natural. This is something which is, it's an unnatural thing having carcasses with old blood. And I told old Hayward, I don't have time to go hunting for such monsters on my own. I got to keep my forest up. but. He's over there crying in his beer, and he's offering a big reward. And between you and me, he's talked about jewels and gold and stuff, since he has friends in Rohan himself. And I see here, if I read my horses correct, you are a horse lord yourself, sir. And uh, he needs to get his trade back up and running, because if he doesn't get his sales going and everything back, uh, I'm afraid that uh, I'm afraid that old Hayward, he's gonna lose more than just he'd probably be losing his mind soon. 
and he leans back and puffs more on his pipe, shaking his head like, like he's thinking about these dead bodies, which is he's just not and used the, to seeing. The, the dead uh, carcasses, you say. Um, where, like, in, in, in what region have you found them? You say that you hail from a wood near, near Ar Archet? Yes, yes. I've, um, I usually take care of the woods around Archet and Staddle. And there's been almost... The first time I see this, it was deep down in the woods. And it was... Uh, I'd say it's heraldling somewhere from the east. It's the eastern parts where I've heard this. And I've had, I've had, uh, uh, and you know yourself, being a ranger and all, and I've, uh, I've seen, I've had rangers and folks uh, which, uh, which, I, which I meet and talk with, and the rangers are great. They are the great, uh, um, uh, great help in, in, in all, the, on all these times. And I think the folk of Bree don't really quite know how much help the rangers are. But they also tell me that something seems to be afoot in the east, and I don't know. I'm just a man who takes care of the woods, but they've been all over the place. And even closer now to the old Haywood's farm, it seems to be almost like a trail leading into the wooded area from his farm. Where where is his farm located exactly? Oh, his farm is right outside of Bree, so it's on the thing on the way. If you go, if you head towards Saddle, you'll find his farm right away. But that's him sitting over there crying in his beer. So uh, you can, if you want to talk with him, he'll probably tell you tell you more about everything else. Uh, I I'd love to help him, but I told him Harry Talltree ain't a warrior. I'm 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 just a forester. I can't think. I can take care of wolves. And even, like I said, even a troll or two. But I can't go monster hunting. I have no idea what what has been eating or killing these animals. Well, maybe Inga, you being the most uh, jovious of spirits amongst us, maybe you have the possibility to wake up our good farmer from his sorrow. Maybe motivate him, put a smile on his face and find out if he has anything to say regarding these carcasses and his animals. Yes, I would like to help. Okay, I can do that, sure. And I stand up and go over to him. Okay, one moment, let me give you a picture of how he looks sitting there with his beer. <laughs> one moment. Poor farmer. Poor farmer. What's his what? name? I put down. What's oh this? no, we don't have a this no was... Hayward. That was it. Wait a minute, something happened. And I got... Hayward the farmer. One moment here. Somehow I've got Clyde talking to me. I don't want to talk to Clyde. Why is Clyde talking to me? Who's Clyde? I don't know. <laughs> Clyde, uh, the official Discord less news from. He doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he thinks that Farmer Hayward is a. Is a, he won't let me use it. Okay, maybe that. Um, well, um, I had Farmer Hayward from the D and D books, but he won't. Clyde won't let me. Maybe it's a weird file format or yeah. something. He says something about being a robot or something. Okay, oh, you're well. You're spamming too much, probably. Yeah, yeah I'm probably. probably spamming too much. Too much <laughs> spam. Okay, well then we'll do it without. Um, 
So, Inga, if you walk over to um, Mr. Hayward, he's a large man. Um, he's got a friendly face, but he's a typical farmer. He's got big muscles, and he seems to be sitting at his sixth mug of ale. And you see that he's been crying. He has tears running these tracks which run down his ruddy face where he's been uh, probably crying for some time and as you approach him he kind of looks up and you see red eyes and and he says uh, oh, what can I help you with girl uh, Hello. I'm, I'm not much of, I'm not much of a help these days I'm sorry I can't sing you a song and I don't want to play any games Oh, that's fine. May I sit? Oh, if you want to sit with sorrow, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he... Why are you so sad? Oh, well, my name is Hayward. I'm a farmer. And until a few weeks ago, trade was my life. <sighs> Damn unlucky times we have. At least I am. You know, I got thieves. Strange thieves that have been stealing my wares. They've been killing my chickens, my pigs. I even lost a ram. And my two sheep, Dolly and Molly, <laughs> just two days ago. They took away a mule, my good old mule Warren. My two ponies, Billy and Bob. And even a horse, my good Gabriel. Oh, he was such a fine animal. I traded with a Marshal Rohan for barrels of barley and wine. By the way, that's my biggest problem. I'm a trader. I trade wear from Brie, and I trade animals and food and everything so that the Rohirrim, sometimes they'll bring horses and they'll bring green, green wares and stuff from, from their land, and we trade back and forth for barrels of barley and wine. But ever since this has been going on, I've been losing everything. Everything. Something has been stealing me blind. That's really sad to hear. How can I help? What do you think does all that to you? I don't know. You know, I got no more watchdog. Whoever or whatever's been doing the stealing must have scared old Yeller off. I haven't seen him in days. And you know what? To make things worse, whoever is doing this, they leave open the pens and gates and every time that I get half of my animals together and in the night, they take off again. The ones I can't catch, either the wolves get or even worse things. I have found some of my animals gathered around. I've never seen something like this. This is not a wolf or a fox or something. It seems they've their throats writh and all the blood drained of them. I've never seen. Sometimes it looks like their throats have been cut. But I've never found any of the stolen ones. They all take off and gone. You can ask old Terry, old Harry Taltry over there from Archit and Staddle. He said he found some. And he sound and he kind of gets real quiet. Bloody rests of whatever left after they got him. Just bloody rests and pieces of meat and empty carcasses. Ah, I know. You know what? What I really need is someone to find out about these doings on 
But I can't do it. I'm, too, I'm just a farmer. I don't know how to wield. I can wield an axe for chopping, but I can't wield a sword. Well, I can. I can help you. Yes, oh. I'm gonna help you. Ah. Uh. Uh, you, yeah, I see you have a big sword on your side there, young lady, but can you even lift that? Do you know how to use it? I'm not, not being fresh or something, but I see you've come. Are you somewhat of adventurers or something, the, 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 the three of you? And he points over to the, the other two at the table who are talking with Harry. Well, I just bet them, but maybe they will help too, but I will help you. Well, I'm not a rich man, I can tell you that, but I can offer you some Rohirrim gold I've gotten from my last patrons, and I see over there and I recognize the shield, and uh, if that really is a man from the Riddermark, I have traded with King Thangle himself. He trades with me. I've had horses, and we've given back gold and barley and wine. It's been a great few years that we've traded back and forth. But I can't send him anything this year. Everything is gone. And he kind of looks over and, uh, I don't know. Do, do you think your friends will talk with me? Well, sure. Let's just go over and ask them if they will help too. Okay, and so... You walk over, uh, Harry sees approaching, he said, he just kind of raps on the table and says, and kind of says, okay, I've got to head out again. If you'll be here tomorrow, I'm going to have a early night's sleep. I'll be here for breakfast if you want to talk. And, but here's, and here's my old friend Hayward. He looks over to Hayward and says, Hayward, come on now, stop drinking. That's not going to change anything. You have to get your wits. Maybe these folks will help you. May they seem to be the warrior type. And uh, he kind of pats on Hayward and Hayward sits down on where Harry has been sitting and uh, kind of looks at you with big sad eyes and says, I heard you're warriors. <laughs> We're gonna help him, right? Well, well, well more let's slow, slow down first. We need to... Dependent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I am tasked with, oh, with... I know, no one's gonna help me. There's no chance in hell. No one's gonna yeah, of course, go after uh, killers and bloodletters and things like that. But, and he looks course, over... Of course, good sir, that's, that's what, what usually uh, I, I do for a living, keep these lands safe, and it is obvious that something has been prowling the, and stalking these lands, which is apparently not supposed to so i will at the least look into the matter i recognize you have the bearings of the dunedan ranger and if i might drop a name of someone which i've met here very often who is often came and had barley for the dunedan rangers ending that was halas halas the ranger He's been when, here before, when, and you might know Halas the Ranger if you uh, if you're uh, if you're from the Dunedin Rangers. I do, yes. When was the last time that you've contacted Halas, or when have you seen him? Halas last. Halas hasn't been here for almost. The last time I saw him was over half a year ago, and back then I was still I was still stalked. 
I was able to give him skins of wine for the rangers. I was able to give him barley and hops for the Dunedain. I, I, was, I even had a few horses which I had traded with, with the Rohirrim, which I was able to give for the Dunedain. But now I haven't seen him since. And um, I've. Well, it does seem that fate maybe smiles upon you this evening, then, uh, Hayward, because indeed I was sent by Hallas to scout out what is going on. Oh, so. Blessed. I will be. have a look into your affairs. Blessed. Yeah, I be, told you they will help you. Oh, and once again, he wipes tears from his eyes and he looks over to. Um, to to the dark Rohirrim and says King Thangle himself once sent me Lemmy and he looks and he takes out from his pouch and you see it's a it's a coin with a horse on it a gold coin which is typical for the the the, the coins of Meduselt which are only given if you if you know like this is this is something which is almost it's not more of a more of a metal than a coin and he said the last time that I traded barley and vegetables fresh, I got this from the marshal which came and he said that King Thangle himself said that he liked to trade with us and he shows you this coin. If you're from the Rittermark, you'll recognize this. So I am a friend and I only do good. So I don't know who is doing this to me. And he starts to cry again. <laughs> Oh no, no crying, stop it, and I pet his back. Yeah, he, he kind of sobs and looks up and, and, uh, I told you, I told this young lady here, I'm not rich, but I have back at home from King Thangle himself, when he sent that last shipment, I still have a, a little bit of Rohirrim gold, I can give you, I still have a, some mead, and uh, uh, I can only say that uh, um, I can give you what I have as um, as a, as a, as a, uh, for your help, for as a, no treasures, but what I have is yours. If you can help me end this nightmare. Well, if you are a friend of King Thingle, I don't require any payment. Oh. I tell you what, and he looks over and he, he grabs one of your ales since he doesn't have any and kind of lifts it up and says, <laughs> I drink to the Lord of Meduselt, to King Thangle, and all uh, may the horns of his mead always be sweet and his stew always be spicy and may I find the murderers of my poor animals. And he starts crying again. <laughs> I pet his back again. <laughs> I think, Haywood, this has been a long night for all of us, and we might uh, do best to seek some sleep and reconvene in the morning, and you could maybe show us uh, your uh, estate um, or, or lead us there. All, for the us to, all of a sudden, to a he seems to, as if, as if, as if he just all of a sudden all his sadness is gone and he has a real keen blink in his eye and glint in his eye and as if he's never been drinking really sober he looks at Juan and says that's the thing the thing that comes comes at night 
if you want to catch or see whatever happens, we're not going to catch it during the day. This damned thing always comes at night. That's why I've been sitting here for a few nights over. I haven't been in home in the last few nights. I'm afraid to go home because I'm afraid that my hen houses are empty and that my pigs are gone because I don't know, maybe the thing, whatever it is, will come for me next. I don't, I'll be a bloody carcass. So I'm afraid how, that- How long would we have to like travel from here to your farm? My farm is right. Because the night is already progressing pretty far. Oh, I can show you to my farm. That's the easiest thing. You know, it's right outside the empty gate. I'll talk with Harry. He'll let me out. He always does. Or maybe old Tad, maybe little Tad's out there tonight, and he'll he'll be able to take us. Uh, he'll take he'll take it out. It's it's still early enough. We can we can go we can go to my before the before the before the the the, the strike of midnight. Uh, we'll be at we'll be at my farm. That's no problem. But um, uh, that's that's no that's no problem whatsoever. It's it's just a few, it's just a few minutes walk from here. Well, I, I look at the others to see if they are, like, inclined to move out in the same night still. Well, I wouldn't mind having a look. I've we warmed up quite nicely in here. Had a little food and a drink. Well, then I'd say all of you go ahead and wait outside across the street for me. I want to see if our strange quiet friend makes any movement in terms of maybe following you out and if not I'll meet you in five to ten minutes at the gate oh and Harry and, and Hayward looks over to you and says what strange friend the quiet one over there oh he's I, he's harmless do you know him ah he's harmless I think he's an actor I don't know he always puts on a show he thinks he's a Ranger, but he look at him. He's never seen the mud puddle than a forest party. I have no idea what his game is, but he's been here the last few nights and he always scribbling on his parchment, drinks one ale and then he leaves again. And I have no idea what his what his story is. But I Do think you know at what time he usually leaves? Well, usually before the stroke of midnight because, um, and I really don't know, he must be living here somewhere or staying with someone because he doesn't stay at the inn. He doesn't stay at the inn. Oh, Butterbur's got, got a room for me because usually I have too much drink and I go home and, you know, I live alone anyway, so no one's waiting for me at home and I only got the carcasses there waiting. I don't want to see them. So, but this, that quiet one over there and as you're talking amongst yourselves, you see that the quiet one, uh, once again, he, he doesn't quite know what, what to do, and he kind of just kind of gets up. He's brushing himself off, and, and uh, then you can see that the ranger cloak that he has, it's been made out of probably of a green blanket or something, and you see it's not really a ranger's cloak. It's a, and he gets up, and he slowly heads towards the door trying to slip past you guys well, I'll let him slip yeah yeah he slips past and uh, heads out the door and is is gone should we try and follow him Yorith? 
I would be inclined to before heading out to the estate just to see no matter what everybody says I know when I don't trust someone as soon as I see them and that usually isn't a good feeling to have there is something off about that fellow I agree Hayward looks down into his pocket and kind of fumbles since he has been drinking and pulls out a large key and he says if no matter if it's Harry or Tad go out the main gate and don't head down the main road which heads out towards the forest go to the right around the corner and you'll see a farmstead this is my key I have to get to my bed. I, I, and I don't want to go there. I'm afraid what I'll find. I'm a coward. I'm sorry, but um, they'll they'll tell tell Harry or Tad that you'll be leaving and coming back. And they'll if he so he shows you my key. There's no one. And he and he shows the key. The key has like a there's like a there's like a pig on one side in brass, and on the other side there's the head of a sheep. So it's a very s- seldom key you wouldn't say anywhere else he'd re- mm-hmm. he'll recognize this and and he just kind of slumps back down and and daisy comes over and says okay that's enough now hayward you're not going home you're gonna go to bed now bali has everything ready for you you just head up and go to bed uh and no more drinking like this tonight and she kind of lifts him up heavily and says are you going to help him of uh, course yes, we are. Ex- Excuse our more, at least my briskfulness, but I'll um, already make. I'm, I'm gonna like make my way to the door because I don't yeah, want to miss the guy. I, I, I follow. Yeah, I follow you. Go, you go ahead. You go ahead and help her. I'll get Harry up into his bed, and no problem. And uh, I'll probably see you all in the morning for breakfast. Then, come on, we'll be Hayward. Back before yeah. dawn. Here we go, Hayward. You're just one step in front of the other, and then you just hear. Him kind of mumbling, yeah, these are my friends, they're gonna help me. They're gonna help me find that thing. Yes, I tell you. And they kind of go out towards that thing. And you head out towards the door and you just mm-hmm. see heading around, yeah, what about towards where the stables were. Um, you'll remember where I went to the stables. You see a little flap of that green cloak just kind of go around the corner. So you see that. The little quiet one has has flipped around the corner. Should we flank him behind the stable somehow? We can, around the building? Yeah, we can try that. Will you go ahead? I'm not very stealthy and I cloak <laughs> in my, uh, uh, my chainmail, oh. so ringmail, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heavy plate Fulgrim, armor. <laughs> Fulgrim, will, Fulgrim will remember that. Um, that's a, it's a dead end. There's only the stables back there. So whatever, oh, okay. whatever he's got, whatever that guy is trying to do, he's he's heading back there into into a dead end. So it's either he's trying to hide or he's trying to get into a you know something. So he's um yeah. Now then then we'll slowly but surely like stealthily yeah. follow him to see what he's yeah. doing. I'll there. keep my hands next to my daggers though. Yeah. And I um, stay a little behind because I'm loud. <laughs> um, Yorith, I want you to roll a perception. Perception. Yeah, see what you see. Mm-hmm. That's only a nine. Okay. In the mud, 
because you see in the moonlight and some of the lanterns, there's still lanterns lit back here because the horses, they don't want to have the horses standing in the dark. You see footsteps leading to the stables and, uh, but not towards the horses. Uh, it's more towards the, where the area where the hay is being kept. You can see, you see pretty fresh footsteps. It probably, these were made by, by this, oh, maybe, uh, by the stranger. Maybe it's a freeloader. Oh, uh, but his clothes are too clean for that. Hmm. Well, then we'll slowly but surely just like walk closer into the stable area to see if we like spot anything. Mm. Who has the highest uh, sight of web open mouth? No, no. No, 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 that's uh, no, I think. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, as you get closer, you hear the typical sound of someone shifting their weight in mud. You know, it's kind of like a, you know, kind of like a muddy thing. Mm -hmm. And it's behind a pile of hay. And you seem to see in the glint of the lamplight a little bit of this green cloak. So it looks like probably something or someone is hiding behind there. We're not planning to hurt you if that's why you're hiding from us. And you uh, kind of hear a kind of a, not like a swallow, but kind of like a <clears throat> well, um, a very an, an over over overreaction. Um, mm -hmm. He kind of jumps up, and you see that is this this quiet one. He kind of stands there like a almost like a hero pose and saying, "Well, it would better for you not to. I'm I'm a ranger. I'm a ranger of the of the Dunedin. <laughs> yes, I'm a Dun Dun Dunedin ranger. Yes, that's me. They call nice. me." They call me, uh, they call me, uh, Brago. Oh, so you're one of these folks that walk the lands of the Perianath, then? Yes, yes. Oh, I know the land of the, the Perianath, uh, like the back of my hand. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great, great, uh, great, uh, uh, knower of the land. And he just kind of, uh, <laughs> so, anyway. uh, what... What kind of like like region down there, or what 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 village are you mo mostly like stationed to? Because as you know, of course, Dunedine Rangers they have uh, very strict regions to protect oh, that they wander. Oh, they oh, do not yes. venture oh, outside. Yes. Oh yes, and I see that uh, that that you are you are one of us. Yes, <laughs> you, you know that we oh we patrol everything. We make sure that the lands of Bree and of the down 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 by the Shire that everything is safe. Yeah, we we keep it safe, and um, I have uh, I'm I'm mostly up by Archit there, and uh, and sometimes I take care of Staddle. Yeah, and uh, yeah, mm, you just kind of. He seems to be. He seems to be making it up along. You, you notice right away. He's he's full of shit. He's just making yeah. things up along. Well, and, then then, then and, I just say, well you then. See even, you see even in the in the even in the moonlight and the lantern light that mm -hmm. this this cloak that's made must have been an old bed sometime. His so-called Dunedin boots 
are just plain old thing and he's instead of instead of leather he just has like cloth stuck on top to make it look like a boot so it, it looks like a very bad actor and he's putting on so he's definitely not a ranger you can see that <laughs> yeah well then i'll just say uh well i bid you farewell and Stay safe on your ventures. Oh, yes, yes, you too, you too. Uh, I have to head out. Uh, I have to have a have a, a wagon load of silk. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I have a, um, a wagon load of orphans I have to bring to arch it uh, first thing in the morning. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just roll my eyes at full driven <laughs> walk away. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, the uh, may the... May the may the gods uh, of the woods be with you, and uh, yes, and uh, the um, yes, and uh, uh, he just kind of mumbles so, to himself. <laughs> but if you are, I, I'm I'm still standing. You're there. gonna I'm, stay there, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep back and yeah. disappear in the if dark. If you are a ranger, why are you hiding from us? Aren't you supposed to oh, protect you're to me? Oh, oh. the villages? <laughs> He was hoping, of course, that you would also be leaving, and he says, "Ah, ah, yes, um, yeah. So uh, you know, the best work is uh, done in hiding. Uh, we, uh, we, we rangers, we, we, we hide a lot. And uh, I, I thought maybe I would uh, be protecting, uh, protecting the horses. Yes, yes, because uh, horses are important. You know that. And uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, boy, look at the time. I believe I, I, I think <laughs> I left you? my." I left my sword and everything at old at old barley at old butterburs. Uh, I think I might have to. And he kind of tries to get past you. Yeah, I'll, I'll step <laughs> into his. I'll step into his way, way and, and and put on my grimmest face. Did you touch my horse? <laughs> he looks absolutely pale, and you almost believe that you hear and smell him wetting himself. Ah, uh, sir, I'm so sorry. He just absolutely breaks up. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I, I've never touched a horse. I've never. I don't like horses. I mean, I like your horses. No, no, <laughs> not, not your horse. But I like horses and the horse boys. Oh, not the horse boys. Oh, Lord. The, 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 the Rohani, Rohani men. Uh, yeah, you know those. And, uh, oh, no, no, I never touched a horse. I, 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 I'm, uh, I like little girls. Uh, no, not little girls. Oh, Lord. And, uh, he's just absolutely afraid and to and he just says my name's adam uh i'm a smuggler i um i'm, I'm you know i i was watching you because i'm i'm looking for warriors to protect the wagon load of silks and cloth i'm supposed to bring to archit and i'm a coward i i don't know i don't even have a weapon i don't know what to do and um i thought if i act like a ranger i might meet other rangers and something but um, I just um, I, I how has that been working out for you? I'm, I'm oh, acting really oh, surprised. So you're, oh, you're not a ranger? You're, she's you're, back. Where'd you come from? No, I just I just say that out of yeah. the dark and like on the side, oh. <laughs> standing on like the edge of the building. You're not a ranger? No, I, I'm a smuggler. I'm I'm Adam the smuggler. I we we try to get things from back and forth between Archit and Staddle, but. I tell you, these, there's been things going on up there in the woods. I'm afraid to go back in there. I mean, there's been dead beasts going along and... Oh, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, Yoris? 
Joris. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Um, oh, shoot. What's... Uh, oh, I forgot the, the, the In- little Inga? girl's name. Inga. Inga, yes. Uh, could, you, could you come in here for a second, please? Sure. What's going on? Uh, our, our friend here has some interesting tales to tell, maybe, about the forest. Oh, oh well, I, I wouldn't say inter- interesting tales. I, I, I would just say uh, I've been Speak to the forest. Speak and be quick about it. We have somewhere to be. Yes, well, 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 well put it down straight. Um, I've been to the forest. I've been to the forest very often, but I don't go there anymore because there are strange things going in. First of all, there's bandits. And uh, they they steal my cloth on the way from Arch at the you saddle. mean you mean other smugglers? No, these are bandits. They they I tried to smuggle. Uh, I'm I'm more of a what could I say? I'm a tradesman. You know, I just try to get more things past the 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 the, 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 the authorities than maybe allowed. That's why I might be called a smuggler. But I'm so just you haven't. <laughs> You haven't wet your blade yet, then, Adam. Adam oh, was it? I, 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 yeah, I'm Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam Moleskin is my name. I am. I am from Archit. I'm a. I'm a twenty. Uh, I'm twenty-eight summers old. I've. Uh, <laughs> he's just like like he's like he's being in, interrogated, and um, I'm not married, and uh, I don't. I don't have a blade to wet. I, I have. I have a club which I sometimes use to ward off, but. I can't do anything, but... This is like I, a D&D club. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I have seen the strangest things. I'm not going towards those those, those things anymore. I'm not going towards those woods anymore. I've seen dead animals lying around. And I've been, last couple of days, I've heard that Hayward, old farmer Hayward, you you talking to, he said that something has been killing his animals, and so I don't. Are you know talking what to about do. the about the Chetwood or any particular of, of the woods? Well, the Chetwood and the woods up by Archid and Staddle. Anyways, would you head down? If you head down south, um, that's where that's where the, these these things have been. And old Harry, he's been telling stories about about trolls coming by and and things like that and he's killed himself a troll too and uh but uh i i i don't know if 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 you if you be uh, i don't know if you uh, if if you would go with me i i i'd go through i'd go to the woods yes but uh, i wouldn't go into the woods but um but uh, maybe um i overheard a little bit something that's uh, I wrote it down, what I hear, and I try to get information is what I do. <laughs> and I heard that uh, maybe uh, Hayward might be giving a, a gold piece or two for uh, some help. So uh, maybe that would be good for you. And uh, in the meantime, I, I'll just keep to my business. And um, and talking with him, you find out he's an absolute useless waste of time. He's a, he's a wannabe... Who's just you know just uh, he's a coward and yeah. he, he doesn't really know much. The only thing is that the stories that he's telling seems to seems to put down just the truth, confirm what the to others confirm told. that the others are saying that something has been killing and draining blood of animals. Yeah, no, we have somewhere else to be. Oh, oh, of course, same here. Uh, you'll excuse me. 
and he just kind of uh, nods to a both of you, looking, hoping that you're not going to stop him, and he runs off. <laughs> Can I try yeah, to, uh, like, uh, drop him? Like, putting a foot in his way? <laughs> Are you trying to trip him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, uh, roll... Roll a... Yeah, roll a... Roll a yeah, you know what? Just, just roll a... Uh, a 1d6 and anything anything uh, higher than a 2 you'll trip him I've got a 2 you got a 2 well then he just <laughs> jumps over turns around and says no 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 little girl that's not good manners and keeps running away and and, he- and heads off and Inga starts to rage and destroys <laughs> Bree yeah, destroys Bree so you're standing in the next to the horses, which are very happy and very content, and what they're being that they're being fed and trying to get some sleep now with all this talk going on. Yeah, well, we were on our way to the gate, and if you're going on to the gate, yeah. So, <clears throat> so you remember your way from the gate. It's the same gate, of course. Yeah, and we um, have the key as well. Yeah, and as you approach, as you approach the gate, you see young Tad coming out and say, "Oh." Oh, you're leaving again. I thought you were going to stay at the Prancing Pony. What do you mean? Uh, have we met before? Yeah, of course. I remember you, Rohirrim Warrior. And the, uh, this cute this cute lady, remember? It's me, Hi, Tad. Tad. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, uh, Inga, and he kind of blushes. <laughs> Are you leaving again? He repeats himself again. Uh, we just have uh, somewhere to be, taking a, a last night walk, so to speak, yeah. taking the night air, but we will be back, and I show him the key as well. We're doing something oh, for Hayward. That's that's Hayward's key. Are you going to go, oh, are you going to go check on, you know, the story that he's been telling about... Um, Perhaps know? don't concern yourself with oh, these dark thoughts, oh, no, lad. No, no concern, no concern. I have to hear. I have gate duties. Oh, 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 Harry, if I don't keep my gate. But you know what? I'll keep my eyes out for you. If you come back, I'll let you back in. Because you probably won't be staying at Hayward's. No, we are planning to return before dawn. Oh, so. okay. Okay. Keep awake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fall oh, asleep. Oh, I have my post here. I tell you that. <laughs> no problem. I'll, I'll keep an eye open for you. And he kind of sits himself upward with his with his halibird, looking very important. You know, like a, like the, <clears throat> like the great guardsman that he is. And oh, wait a minute! I have to open the latch. <laughs> Forgot about that. And he opens up the latch and lets you out. Okay. So okay. I'll see. I'll probably see you all later. And he. Closes, closes the gate behind you. Oh, by the way, um, Haywards, just take a right here, not where you came from. So then, the 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 the, the other way down, and you'll you'll see the farm. It's right, right, right near the hedge. All right. Stay vigilant, Tad. Oh, I will. I I will, madam. I will. And then I rush out. Okay. So you see, while you head out. It's not, it's just around the hedge. If you walk, you see Hayward's farm, which is right there 
at the at the um, at the edge of Bree, and it's um, it's a nice little farm. There's a there's a hen house and a and a and a, and a barn and something which you might call the master's house but there's no lights on or anything because there doesn't seem anybody to be there since hayward is the only only one you only hear a few clucking of chickens and there's not seems to be much animals at thing around but all around the area every one here and there you'll see like some feathers which are a little bit bloody you'll see and one in one corner, there looks like it might have been a dove, which is which is just uh, it's just just a dead a dead bird lying there. And um, yeah, I definitely draw my sword and just say to the others, "Stay watchful." They take and out stay, my sword. Stay quiet my as well. Ready. Yeah. Um, if you remember um, that uh, Hayward had said that it always comes towards the hen house. And if you see where the hens were, there's like a little, like a little barn, which is there. The door is half open, and the hen house you see is just is just where hens are sitting. And you see maybe about five or six hens sit, sitting there on their nests. Yeah, and actually, I'm also I would like a, like to light a torch as well in one hand. Okay. So torch and, yeah. and longsword in hand yeah. to have some yeah, light. Yeah, because the moon is the only light you have. It's a nice full moon, lighting everything in kind of a pale blue, so you're not quite in the dark. But mm -hmm. um, but the torchlight, of course, gives you a better sight. You see um, next to the hen house, there looks like a, it could be like a, a small, a small um, uh, en encagement where there's about, about five or six rabbits are in there there's a um there's uh behind oh, that yes. is a is a larger yard where there you see one cow standing there there might be more in in a stable which is behind it and um but that's about it on, on animals it doesn't look like there's too many animals there's a pigsty which is right next to uh to the other animals but there's no pigs in there it's just an empty sty and um yeah and the barn and and then and then there's the barnyard where there's all the hay and stuff and this seems to be open or there's like a crack a, like a like a crack open uh where um and that's about it and of course the house itself which is a little further uh down a path um where the where the farmer probably lives but everything's dark there Should we hide Any... in the barn, maybe? I would like to first have a look in the barn if there's anything inside already. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, roll a perception roll for enter for looking at the barn. And um, are you entering with your burning torch? Yeah, I'm approaching the barn with the burning torch. <laughs> okay, you're approaching the barn with the burning torch. Okay, but you're not going light, in yeah. the barn with the burning torch yet. Not yet. No, I want to see okay. if I can like peer inside with the have open door. Okay. Uh, that's a thirteen for me. Okay. Anybody else looking inside? Sure. Uh, listening. Okay. Yeah, you don't. You don't hear anything. It's absolutely quiet. 
And it's eerily quiet. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's eerily quiet. No, it's just you hear the typical. You hear the quiet. typical. You hear the mm-hmm. typical sounds of, of um, crickets chirping and stuff like that. But there's and but there, it's not. It's not a. It's not a magical eerie quiet. It's just quiet. There's nothing. Nothing there at the moment. If you look inside, it's a typical barn full of hay. Seems to be where the feed, the fodder is being kept. To one side, there's a few, few of um, uh, sacks of grain, and two or three sacks of. It looks like it's empty. Looks like they have been slit, where where grain, where there's some grain left, and almost like a trail leading out the door and then it and then it just empties so it looks like somebody has taken grain away either 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 the feed or something maybe maybe this beast drinks blood and eats grain and uh but that's about it there's a a few casks which you might think might be maybe an oil or water in it one could be a cask of ale it just seems to be like the farm. It's just kind of like the the farmers, farmers' uh, provisions are there. But um, but the door, if there had been a lock on it, there is no lock on it anymore. It just stands half open. But there's that's it. There's nothing. No sign of life. There's nothing else in there. Except okay. except the provisions, the dirty the dirty ground and hay. Bales of hay, so I'd be careful with your torch. Well, if, if we're certain that there's nothing inside the barn, then if I don't know if the rest of you want to like lay low and wait, seems like see a if plan. anything approaches. Yeah, I've then, got a then hooded lantern. Extinguish. If you cool. want to use that instead okay. of the torch, that's well, yes, that definitely makes sense. Then I'll extinguish the torch, and we can like. Uh, turn on the lantern and just place that with us in the barn and put the hood on. Oh, that's good. So you're going to lay low more or less for the night or or wait, wait there to see if something happens. Maybe, maybe take, take Take, turns. Yeah. If nothing happens in the next 20 minutes, then I'm guessing we are bedding down for the night and taking turns. Okay. Um, just I want to pick the some top. grass and feed the bodies before we go in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you might want to take a handful of that grain too. They seem to think they might like that too. It's look. It looks like it's kind of a. a now that's unhealthy. They get fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And um, yeah, while uh, while you lay down and lay low, before we continue on, it's ten after nine. Do you want to continue this night, or should we stop here for the night? I we can, can stop for today if mm. you guys you want stop. to. Yeah. Because then we'll stop for today before the events of the night occur, I might say. Or if something occurs. All right. Might be a good place to stop here. So, as Loris the lore master, once again, was not much action the action is is will be coming i can only say this to to the listeners and also to my players um you've uh, met a lot of people today you've met a lot of heard a lot of stories 
the um, the uh, the the stage has been set, I would say. And um, so I hope you're not missing missing a lot of what we usually with D and D. There's a lot of action right away and rolling and fighting and <laughs> and um, yeah, this is more of a the adventures in Middle Earth. They spend they spun a they spin a long tail until something happens. Which is so interesting because Branwolf always wants to fight and hates yes. roleplay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My character would go crazy. I would have I would have killed everything by now. Usually Branwolf, but this is um this is the thing but um well right before we come to a close yes. since my mic wasn't working in the beginning oh here, please, uh, please again yes a, a quick plug again we're currently running our uh giveaway on instagram together with geek and fox we've printed out a beautiful um 75 millimeter frost dragon for our one year anniversary in our ongoing um uh icewind dale campaign that's currently going over on uh, in our main campaign with slanted dice so to take part and win the beast just head on over to our instagram at slanted dice and you'll find everything on there and it's a beautiful beautiful miniature and she does some some really great geek and fox does some really great work with getting out all of the details of these mercuriously printed miniature prints so yeah Check, check us out over there and um, you'll find all the info on there okay and um, for the rest of you that uh, want to be following the adventures of the Middle Earth campaign our next episode episode 3 called Blood in Hiding A Night at the Farm uh, will be heard in two weeks I believe if I may ask I am the most DM in, in, yes. in two weeks because next week we're going to continue with our normal campaign again. Yes. And then we will return to Middle Earth the week after, most likely. Yeah. If there's so. any change in like plans, um, just um, yeah, have have a look at our Instagram as well, because we usually communicate it all through there. Well, I hope this was entertaining. I hope that uh, it's. Um still of interest to all the others that uh, that have tuned in and uh, and also to my players that are used to different storylines in D&D and then Hi. Loris the lore master says I I await you with bated breasts in 2 weeks time and we will then see the truth behind the stories of Master Hayward and the rest at Bree. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Cheers. You're all cracked, every one of you. <laughs>